0: This is Leslie.
1: And this is Liam, and we're trading money stress for real happiness.
0: You are listening to SEEDS, a 15-minute debrief on young people's common money challenges. Every episode, Liam and myself will casually break down a wealth topic and occasionally we'll invite a friend to do so too.
1: Not inviting a friend today though, (laughs) just the two of us, no new friends, but we did have another funny icebreaker topic
0: nice
1: Um, a guest wrote in asking us what is the our favorite thing on our holiday wish list Mm. leslie
0: okay what is
1: your favorite thing on your holiday wish list
0: i think i am naomi osaka's like new biggest fan and she just dropped a uh tennis wear line through nike so some of those tennis shorts you know the ones that allow you to like Look really good, but still kind of kill the game? That.
1: That okay. <laughs> wanna
0: be Naomi yeah. Osaka. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Got it. Okay, for the what tennis club you? that you're joining, right?
0: Yes, for the tennis club that i said I've I would join for the past two months and still have not joined. Yes. Thank you. Until get... you
1: get the apparel that you will you'll then join.
0: That's, the clothes come first. Then yes. the, yeah, a hundred
1: percent.
0: Great. <laughs> Liam, what about you? What's on your list?
1: Um one thing that I thought would be really cool, and I recently thought about it, is a massage gun. Have you seen oh, those yeah, where there's yeah. like a ball and, and you it's electric and it like can really dig into a muscle or something? Yeah, yeah. Those seem pretty cool. Um, okay. Do I have experience using one? Not really, but I saw it and I was like, I would love that. My hamstrings get tight a lot. I'm in.
0: Okay, so, so is- I told my family that. So we'll see. Him something. Liam's I address know. is. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not <laughs> <laughs> podcast
1: <laughs> Right, no, but Leslie, I'm, I'm glad we're catching up today um, aside from hearing what I should get you for the holidays um, but because today we have an interesting question that was submitted by a listener back in Chicago. Hi. Dave I don't I did not know Dave, but Dave good to meet you. Hey Dave. Um, and Dave wanted to know what percent of his income should he be saving? So Leslie, what are your initial thoughts and where would you start if you're in Dave's shoes trying to navigate the percentage of income to save?
0: Yep, yep. I I feel like our podcast uh, day ones are gonna remember us talking about the 50 30 20 rule or a brief reminder for folks that 50 30 20 rule is a really good rule of thumb if you're just coming out of uh you know school potentially maybe you're just now getting started with a more consistent budget 50 30 20 they're all percentages that add up to 100% and It suggests that 50% of your income should go towards your uh, basic needs. So, uh, you know, transportation, rent, utilities, internet, your phone bill, your therapist bill, whatever is looped into that bucket of absolutely has to get done every single month then about 20% going towards actually personal investments. So additional payments on your debt minimums, uh, saving towards buying a home, saving towards your trips, whatever that personal investment side may be. And then about 30% could go towards your remaining like fun budget. So seeing movies, getting disney plus hbo hulu amazon prime and netflix which you know i know many of us have done um so i, I would start with 50 30, 20 but i have an idea in store for those that want a little bit of advanced knowledge so liam i'll pass it over to you and then i'll share like my 2.0 version
1: okay awesome i leslie completely agree uh 50 30 20 is a rule of thumb if if you were to ask a uh, a sample of people, what percentage you should be saving, you would likely hear that number and that, uh, that rule of thumb brought up. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's a great place to start to Leslie's point for those that maybe just, you know, finished up school and have maybe their first job or maybe those that did not move forward with going to secondary education and mm-hmm. got a job, right, you know, earlier. I think it's a great place to start.
0: Yeah, Um,
1: one thing that I would consider as you get more advanced and as you do accrue some income is what exactly you're saving towards, Mm. because then you can make a goal and that goal will not be a percentage necessarily yet. That goal will be a number. Okay. I want to save towards this big investment in five years Mm -hmm. Um, or whatever it is, or you can think more long-term savings, and then you can backtrack and set micro goals to get there. Um, and that's where you can, as you're budgeting each month, know okay to get to this goal in three years, and then that goal I set for myself in ten years,
0: mm-hmm. I'm putting
1: this amount aside every month to this account, and this am- this amount aside every month to that account to get me to those goals. Yep. <laughs> Leslie, you were going somewhere else too. And I also want to add something a little bit more 2.0-ish, but I'll let you break the ice first here.
0: You honestly read my mind because my 2.0 version of what percent of your income should you save is that kind of backwards looking approach. So instead of getting your paycheck and saying, all right, let me try to save at least 10%. Let me try to save at least 20%. Maybe you're doing the financial independence retire early movement or FIRE, as we've talked about on this show, and you're actually looking to save 40 up to 70% of your income, okay? Some people's brains work in that way where they just want a percentage. If you're looking for that percentage, I'd say 10% minimum and then add on, but I am very, very goal-oriented. Honestly, this entire CWC team is very goal-oriented. And so instead, what I've done and what I recommend is using your goals to back into a savings target. And if that seems kind of daunting to you because you're like, well, how am I gonna have enough money for groceries? How am I gonna have enough money to go back and see grandma over the holidays? This is part of that mindset shift of paying yourself first prioritizing what you're working towards first and then letting the present day expenses and budget fill in the gap. So instead of saying, you know what, I want I want to do this shopping excursion and go see my family and make sure I do this all in the next 3 months and then see what's left over, instead I'm recommending think about what you want in the next 12 months, the next 5 years. Once you decide or once you have an idea of what you may want to be doing, then we work backwards to figure out how much do you need. And I'll give a quick example. And then Liam, I want to hear your Mm 2.0. So many of you know that my husband and I just bought a house. So we are now homeowners. You'll hear a lot about Mm -hmm. it on the show um but we wanted to make sure that we had the money to be able to save and put down into real estate and actually since Liam and I met back in 2018 I'd been saving for real estate not knowing it'd be for this property but I'm so glad I did so here's the calculation I came up with i was starting my full-time job and i realized i wanted to get into real estate as quickly as possible Also knew that I might be able to use some federal programs so that I was only spending around $20,000 total to buy that property. So that's putting down a down payment and also closing on the home. So I needed to have $20,000 at least to be able to make this purchase. I gave myself a goal of about three years to save that $20,000. So that's about 6 thousand dollars just over six and a half thousand dollars per year and i simply looked at how much would that cost me per month it was five hundred fifty five dollars sorry i'm looking at my calculator over here to make sure i get the math right five hundred and fifty five dollars is what i backed into to be able to afford the home and given that discipline prioritizing that first I mean, I won't say it's exactly my savings that got us here. I think it's also like a stroke of luck and the market being great, but that is what I'd recommend for those who are looking for that advanced step. Think about it backwards.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Leslie, and that, that's a very similar approach to what I was going to share. And it almost relates to zero-based budgeting,
0: mm-hmm. where
1: where you're taking your budget and your Subtracting, so you're taking your annual and your in your monthly income, say, mm-hmm. and you're subtracting those essential expenses, right? Mm-hmm. So those that are in that 50% on the 50, 30, 20 rule. So those the rent, your um your doctor's visits, mm-hmm. right, your grocery shopping, your ability to eat, everything that you need. And then from there you can fluctuate the remaining dollars. Okay, so we're getting to the bottom of our essentials. Okay, we now have this amount left. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna take, maybe I wanna take 40% of that and save it, right? Maybe I wanna, and only have 10 for discretionary. Right. It really depends what your goals are. Um, and that's how I approached mine actually, is I took my essentials, I knew what that amount was, So I never felt uncomfortable going to the grocery store and buying organic instead of non-organic. Right. Yeah. I I budgeted for that because that's an essential for me. And then I would go into my remaining allowance and I looked at my long-term goals. So Leslie and I did talk about real estate investing back in 2018 Mm -hmm. and um, something that's, that's a big goal of mine as well, hopefully sooner rather than later. I don't know, the next few months, next few years, I don't have that answer yet, but I certainly have an account put aside um, and I have a comfortable amount in that account that I plan to make that purchase with. Mm -hmm. Um, And the way I did that was exact. I don't need to kind of reinvent the wheel after Leslie explained it, but I understood, okay, this is what a down payment would probably look like in a few years. Uh, How much do I need to put aside now consistently to be comfortable getting there while still monthly feeling comfortable living my essential life? So good. Um, I know we're kind of,
0: two peas in a pod when it comes to the way that we think about that zero-based budgeting. But truthfully, if you've never heard of zero-based budgeting before, what Liam was talking about in terms of subtracting out all of your expenses from your income and actually making sure that every dollar, every cent has a place to go, you direct that dollar to where you want it to be. Um, I would definitely, can definitely suggest checking that out after this episode. We might even link a few resources on our LinkedIn page. Um, but in the meantime, Liam, I feel like we've kind of planted the seed here. I want to make sure our listener, Dave, uh, great to meet you, Dave, uh, could know how to grow this seed and inspire his own wealth journey. So any actionable takeaways, any quick hits you might suggest for, for our listeners here?
1: Sure. Yeah. Dave, if this is something new to you and budgeting is something new and you're really looking to just start your savings, I recommend using the 50-30-20 rule as a baseline. So again, that's going to be 50% of your income being those essentials, rent, doctor's visits, groceries, food, Mm -hmm. your 30% being discretionary spending. So those are things that you enjoy doing. You don't need, but maybe you'll go to a bar, have a few beers with a friend. Um, maybe you'll get a nice bottle of wine, come back and drink it with somebody, right? A little bit more social-based, maybe you'll get the event ticket to the parade downtown. Um, and then the 20% being, okay, this is all going to savings. 20% of every paycheck is going to automatically go to savings. Yeah. Uh, it's a good foundation to start with. Um, so I recommend just, you know, doing a quick Google search of the 50, 30, 20, and you'll, you'll be able to find any of the details that we just went over. Leslie, what about you? Any actionable takeaways?
0: Yeah. And I'd start off with like a 10% minimum threshold. If you're looking for a number here, it is 10% minimum. Let's save at least 10%. I also would be remiss if I didn't mention that we get this question all the time, like all the time on the podcast, with our coaching, with our workshops and based on getting this question over and over again and helping people to connect their goals with how to actually save for those goals. That is the entire background for why we started launching the growth plans, which you've probably seen all over our, our socials and all over our website as well. So if you are looking for a little bit more direction when it comes to how much you should be saving in a, you know, discrete dollar amount, is it 500 and $55 or is it $1,000 if you're looking for more direction there would definitely encourage you to check out our growth plans they're designed for you they're designed to make this actually very digestible and Dave without knowing your your situation here uh, would love to personalize that for you even more so. In the meantime, thank you so much for submitting this question. We we loved answering it. And truly, this podcast is great because of all of you. So it's really true. We want to hear from you. So DM us on Instagram or Twitter at Commonwealth Coach. And if you didn't hear that, you can find our handle in the podcast description.
1: Yeah, our community is collectively pursuing happiness. So let us help you achieve your goals and celebrate you when you do. We're excited to hear from you.
0: Absolutely. And by popular demand, please feel free to sign up for our newsletter to get every episode in our inbox. And lastly, Liam, you're the best. Thanks for chatting. Thanks for hanging out, chatting about savings on a lovely Wednesday afternoon. Uh, It's always a pleasure.
1: Leslie, always a pleasure. Thank you so much. And we're signing off for now. Have a good rest of the week, everybody.
0: Go in the week.